Well, hello and welcome back to another episode of Bible Prophecy for today. My name is Heather and I've got some news and views from a West Texans biblical point of view. One you're not going to find in your mainstream media. Hey guys, you're really probably not going to find this in your mainstream media because this is from a local pastor um, from where I live. Of course, it has kind of gone to a little bit of the Christian mainstream media, but um, guys, you know, I cannot stand the health, wealth, prosperity, false gospel. And um, I'm actually uh, talking about that because it's very important. And if you ever get caught up in it, it's like a cult. And when I say that, I mean it. Um, They will threaten you. They say all kinds of things. So I've taken some snippets from some of these videos that they have uploaded. Now, listen to me, guys. You know that whole mantra that I that I posted, you know, that I uploaded. That they say, I call my wallet to be fat and all that. Really? Okay. Guess what? If you go to their YouTube channel now, you won't find any of that because they have edited all of their sermons, all of their live videos to like 25 minutes of just a sermon not not the hour and a half of them you know getting you up into this big frenzy with all this music and all you know the blah 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 the four stanzas the same thing over and over and over again you know you know how those cultists do and satanists do and um if you've watched you know third adam and all that stuff you have a better understanding or if you watch um uh, Pastor Billy Crone um, at getalifemedia.com. Getalifemedia.com. You have a better understanding of what they do with this music of Hillsong. Hillsong is what I like to call them. And Bethel. Um, all this um, satanic music that, you know, people don't really realize the root of this music and who these people are grave soaking and all this wickedness um, where their music is actually coming from. But listen, folks, I've told you this for a very long time. Um, and, and it's really heavy on my heart. I'm also on a Facebook thing right now with some folks um, on Catholicism. I posted a thing that you're not supposed to pray to Mary because Mary's not a God and she's dead, you know, like the rest of us will be until, you know, uh, one day when Christ resurrects us, of course, you know, to be absent from the body is to be present with the spirit, with the, is to be absent from the body is to be present with Christ. And so our spirit, uh, is with the Lord. But anyway, that's for another podcast but so i've got that going on guys if you'll pray um that the ones that are so fiercely defending catholicism will um stop defending it and at least we'll read some of the articles that i've posted on there that the holy spirit will work in them and they will listen and heed uh to the holy spirit and that they would just you know stop and listen uh, to the still small voice of the Lord. Um, I'm, not, I'm not being you know mean or anything. These are my friends and I love them. But there comes a time and a place where you have got to, as we call it in Texas, stop pussyfooting around and say what you got to say. Uh, we are living in the end days. It is 1231, 2023 at 820 p.m. My time, Central Standard Time. And um, we're heralding so fast towards the end of days that there's not much time left. And um, I have a lot of Catholic friends that I went to school with. And a lot of them are no longer Catholics because they have seen the truth. They have read the Bible for themselves and they know the truth. And uh, my prayer is that these other ones will 
too. And, um, you know, days are short. And the Bible says you call nobody on earth your father, for you have one father and he is in heaven. The Bible clearly tells us about that. Um, with the, when Christ died on the cross, the veil was torn from top to bottom. Folks, this was not some little curtain that you hang in your living room. <laughs> okay. This was a veil. It was like 18 inches thick. Okay. This was a curtain people, but anyway, it was torn from top to bottom, which means we have access to the father, to our heavenly father sitting on the throne because of Christ Jesus. So anyway, um, that's just here nor there, but Back to the cults, right? So here is this. So I, I found this. This is, it says Chris, Chris T.J.O. She is on um, TikTok. So I'm not a TikTok fan. I don't get on TikTok. Um, I just did a random search for Jeremy File, uh, Accelerate Church. You know, hey, what's going on? I just kind of want to see what the latest was. Um, a lot of this stuff has been removed from all their content has been removed. And I found this. And this is a new take on what I played you guys the other night. Um, this has added stuff into it. And folks, I'm going to tell you something. Cults control people. Churches, if you go to a church, they don't control you. Okay? There's no controlling. There's no, if you don't tithe, you're going to hell. And all this stuff. God loves that They don't preach on tithing every single morning. And they don't do a two-hour thing though, about tithing and talking about, oh, you got to give to the Lord. You got to plant that seed. And you got to help me paint this $79,000 jet, which is Barclay. That's the big thing about old Mark Barclay out here right now. He's telling people, you need to donate to my ministry so I get a $79,000 paint job on my plane. But it's not my plane. It's the Lord's plane. That's right. I do that. Yeah. Oh, Father. Man, I'll tell you what, guys. The Lord Jesus. Uh, if, you would, if you would open up your Bible, the Lord Jesus talks about this. He tells them that you'll, they will make merchandise of you. And that's what these people are doing. <laughs> they're taking people who work very hard for a living at probably dead-end jobs and they don't make much money but they expect them to pay for their plane to get paid to get painted are you serious these people are millionaires and they're asking poor joe blood the plumber over here to fork out some money to paint his plane well these are the people that i despise Despise. I despise. There's a special place in hell for people like that. Special place in hell for people like that. The Joel Osteens of the world leading people to hell with a false gospel. And you know why it makes me so angry. Well, here is some more, guys. I'm going to play this. It's about three minutes and 21 seconds long, but it's very important. And listen to what she has to say. Um, guys, mm-mm, mm-mm, mm-mm. And um, she added, there's more to it that wasn't on the other clips that I played you guys because all that's been removed, so you can't find the in, in it in it its video in its entirety. But there's more clips on here that I didn't hear, but they're threatening people. <laughs> you listen to it and you'll be like, "What?" But let's take it from here. This her name is uh, Christ Christ Christy J O or Christy J Zero. I'm not sure, but anyway, she is on. Uh, the TikTok here. So here we go, guys. Here we go. Check, listen to this, and you're going to be blown away. And if you're sitting in a church right now, and they call themselves a church, and this is what they're telling you, then you know without a doubt, get up and walk out. Get up and walk out. Listen to the Holy Spirit and get up and walk out. All right, guys, listen to this. I have a question about what one could expect to hear at a church service. You see, recently I heard clips 
of this pastor's address to his congregation. And it wasn't about Jesus or peace be with you and also with you. It was about his son-in-law. Okay, first let me tell you why I care about these guys. This guy, Keith Johnson, he was the big cheese at Legacy Christian Academy, which was a private school in Saskatoon that I've talked about more than once. He's one of 24 people associated with that school listed in a class action lawsuit brought forward by students, but he's the only one on the lawsuit who hasn't been served the papers yet because the accelerate church in Texas is helping him hide. And it probably just isn't because he's married to his niece. It's probably more to do with this guy. So Mark Barkley isn't just Johnson's buddy. He is of Mark Barkley Ministries that has a ton of churches across the states, including the Accelerate Church and another church that was run by his son-in-law, James Randolph. James Randolph was recently charged with a bunch of charges involved with sex crimes against children. And he is the second person in that church to be charged with sex crimes against children in the last five months. All right, now let's watch this guy address his congregation. My friend James Randolph has been lied about. Yeah, yeah, I know, kind of predictable. Anyway, this is what he had to say about people who are supporting um, Randolph's accusers or talking to Randolph's accusers. If you still talk to him and you listen to him, you're going to be sniped and taken out and you don't come crying to me later. Sniped. I mean, it's been a while since I've been at church. I do not remember the priest ever using the word sniped, sniped out. But I'm here preaching not because I'm a pervert. I had to get my life right. I was never a pervert. I don't remember that either. I don't remember the priest ever yelling at the church that he wasn't a pervert. But I had to clean up even the slightest sins that were in my life. Interesting. I wonder how small those sins were. The little white lies I had to come out from that mess. So let me get this straight. This guy who told his congregation that anybody who speaks against his son-in-law is liars. They're liars. And if you listen to them, you're going to be sniped. Oh, and I had some, some little white lies. What? Same guy? You get in rebellion, doesn't make this a cult. You can get up and leave anytime you want. Cool. Not a cult. Anybody can leave if that's not their gig. But if you think that you can get up and leave with the blessing of God, guess what? You're in rebellion and you're not going to make it to heaven. So you can leave, but if you do, it won't be with God's approval and you won't get into heaven. But it's not a cult. So there's another part where he wants you to know that this isn't personal. This is about the spiritual war that everybody's in. I think he's sticking up for his buddy who's also a pastor, who's his boss's son-in-law. I also think there's a chance that this guy may have some skeletons in his closet. Uh, maybe I'm wrong, but as usual, let me know what you think. There's victory in your shout. Huh? Your shout is a seed of faith, if nothing else. Huh? It's a good thing they obeyed. If you want the victory, you gotta obey. There's nothing any of us can do about this. You're going to have to obey. Every individual has to face this. If you want to make it with God, you have to obey. What? Yes, folks. What? <laughs> if you want to make it with God, you better obey. You know, like if you leave my church, you're not going to get into heaven. What? Folks, markings of a cult part two. Look, guys. If you're involved in a church like this and this is what they're doing this is called control um they're a very legalistic church on top of this as well um so huge huge markings of a cult right there listen if you leave uh you're not going to go to heaven that's, that's a huge one right there 
um, if uh, if you get on social media or if you disagree with me, we will snipe you out, find you, and you know they're trying to they're they're uh, what they're doing is threatening them. They're going to kick them out of the church, which you know, hey, that's probably a good thing. You probably need to get out of that church, but that's what they're doing. They're threatening them. And some friends of mine um, that left, they got smart and left. Um, like I said, I went to church like long before he he took over um, the church, long before he took over from his father. I left in like, I think it was 2008. So it was a very long time ago before um, they had just started moving into that health, wealth, prosperity, garbage, false gospel, which the Bible says in anathema, which means you'll be accursed if you preach any other gospel than what uh jesus um taught and so what the true gospel is and um listen folks you need to get out of there i and i say it in all love and you know i may throw in some funny little memes and stuff like that and you know but it's very serious this this it it upsets me so much it angers me so very much because they take advantage of people they take advantage of young people they take advantage of elderly people you just don't have enough faith that's why god won't heal you you just didn't give me enough money to paint my plane that's why god won't heal you you know it's always god's will to heal you you just don't have enough faith you gotta have faith and faith Folks, they use faith like it's some kind of a magical potion or something like this. Rub a little genie's lamp and you say the right things and do the right things and, you know, whatever. God's going to... Well, you know what? If you read your Bible, like right here, you just open up this here Bible right here. Here's a little word right there. And you read the words that of that Bible God tells us, uh, no, that's not his always his will. That is not his will. The Bible says you're going to have trials and tribulations in this world. And the world is going to hate you because it hated Jesus. And the book of James tells us that we will have trials and tribulations. He didn't say you're going to drive a Cadillac and fly my jet and God's going to prosper you. And you're going to find money in your wallet and you're going to. No, no. You look at the disciples and you think back of all the apostles and how they died and the only one that didn't that, that didn't die martyr was John. But then again, he was boiled, remember, in oil, and then thrown out into the um, island of Patmos, which wasn't the nicest island. It's not like it's Hawaii, folks. You know, it was Rock Island, really. Um, but they all died a martyr's horrible death. And then you know, you you know, maybe they just didn't have enough faith. That's what it was. They just didn't have enough faith. You know what I mean? Timothy got sick. The Apostle Paul healed all these other people, but he didn't heal Timothy. The Apostle Paul wasn't even healed. He had an infirmity as well. We don't know what it was. It could have been his eyes, whatever. He prayed to the Lord three times to remove it, and God didn't remove it. So that was a gunshot, folks. I got to get on the ground. (laughs) Well, folks, that is Texas on New Year's Eve. People got to shoot off their guns and fireworks. So anyway... (laughs) all is good in the hood anyway (laughs) but uh like i was saying listen guys if you're going to a church like this and this is what they're doing they're threatening you number one um if you go on social media like i posted the last time you know get off of social media this is where you're hearing all this nonsense you know basically it's where you're hearing all this truth they don't want you to know the truth they only want you to know what they tell you Listen, folks, doesn't that sound kind of like propaganda? 
like our own government, our own multimedia, you know, mainstream media telling you what they want you to hear, but they don't want you to hear anything else. Oh, those people are just conspiracy theorists. You know, they don't know what they're talking about. Ha ha ha. They're all conspiracy theorists, but all these conspiracies are, you know, kind of coming true. But didn't that kind of seem like that, you know? Hmm. Don't go on social media and listen to those, what he called them, idiots, you know, because his friend was arrested um, for uh, child sex crimes and other things, right? And so is the other preacher. This is this Keith Johnson from Canada. And um, lo and behold, our church here, which is just a few blocks from me, by the way, folks, um, is harboring him. That's that's pretty serious. And, uh, you know, if, if you ain't got nothing to hide, look here, buddy, if you're innocent, why are you hiding? Why is a church hiding you? If you're so innocent, go back, face the music, face the charges, say, hey, I'm innocent, you know, prove me guilty. You know what I mean? But no, no, he's hiding. He's not going back to the old Canada. Sorry, folks in Canada. I'm ashamed to say that that church is in my town that's hiding this guy. I'm sorry. I do apologize for that. Um, but let me tell you something, folks. Um, you know, if you're involved in a church and they're threatening you or they tell you you can't talk to anybody outside of their church, um, that's a cult. That's a cult, okay? If you can't think for yourself and drink Kool-Aid, it is a cult, okay? I, you know, he said it himself. This ain't no cult or I'm no perv. I'm no perv. <laughs> How many times you got to say that? You know, that's kind of, you know, kind of thought like she did. Does he have something to hide? I mean, I'm not saying he does or anything like that. I have no idea. But, you know, you know when you get mad at somebody and um, they're committing a sin and it like really gets under your skin, you know, it's usually because that's one of yours, you know, but you see it in somebody else, but it's okay in you. But you know, if you see it in somebody else, it really bothers you, you know, um, yeah. So him screaming at people like that. And the other one, if I told you, you know, remember I played that other clip of him having the uh, homosexual in his car, remember? Pervs run for me. They always have. You know, I'm like, why would you even bring up something like that? Um, It's kind of, uh, you know, I don't know, guys. It's kind of run through the back of my mind, too. Um, Pray for them. Really do pray for them. Um. Pray for the church. Pray for those people that are there. Pray that the Lord uh, would speak to them and that they would heed the Holy Spirit and um, pray that they may repent. I'm not saying he's not saved. I'm not saying that at all. But I do know that what he's doing is a sin. You know, nowhere in the Bible does it say hide out your friend who's accused of sexual crimes. Nowhere in the Bible does it say uh Stand up for your friend who was accused of sexual crime and threaten your congregation and tell them that if they don't listen to you and do what you say, uh, they're not going to make it to heaven and they can just leave. This is not a cult, but you can leave, but you may not make it to heaven. What? Folks, mm, I'm going to snipe you out. Do people, is this for real? Yes, folks. These are markings of a cult. Um, I am very... Uh, I'm very disheartened to see this and to hear this. I had no idea that it had gotten this bad or gone this deep. Um, I do know that my friends that have gone there, they haven't seen their grandkids in over a year or their kids in over a year because they've been threatened, you know. Um, and now we see the truth of how deep those threats run. You know, if you leave, you may not make it to heaven. Have you read your Bible? 
Have you read your Bible? So listen to me, folks. When I say get into the Word of God and let the Word of God get into you, I mean it. I do. I mean it. And you know why I mean it? Because of stuff like this. If you read your Bibles and you knew the Word of God, you would know this is heresy. This is a false gospel. The health, wealth, prosperity gospel is false. It's false. They can take nearly any scripture out of the Bible and turn it into a tithing scripture. I've seen them do it. I've watched it. I've listened to it. Now, if you go to the YouTube channel, folks, right now, everything has been deleted. It's all been deleted. Uh, their little mantra that I told you has all been taken down. Now, they have little 24-minute sermon nets, okay? They, they, they take away their two hours of, you know, oh, 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 they're singing and they're, you know, they're, quote, getting everybody into this lull, you know, if you know anything about that, um, it, it's like a it's like a spiritual state, and it's not a Christian spiritual state. And this is what they do: they use these this music like that, and they just keep on. It's over and over and over again. You'll see it in Bethel, Hell Song, all this stuff. Uh, you see what they do, and this is this, they use it as this, this powerful, um, seductive tool is how they use it and then they get up and then they preach the stuff like this and then they threatening you and all kinds of things so i'm very angry um about it but i'm trying to be calmly angry <laughs> the bible says have righteous anger um guys uh, pray for them please pray for them my friends go to this church yeah i say church lately um and and I just I feel terrible. I feel so bad because I invited them, but this was years ago, um, back in '06. It wasn't like this. It wasn't a health, wealth, prosperity gospel. It was leaning towards that. And um, I remember when I left, and they they didn't talk to me. And you know now I know why. If you leave this church, quote unquote church, air quotes here, folks. Uh, they tell you, you don't you can't have anything to do with them. These people know they've let you know what I mean. That is a cult. Just, just break out the Kool-Aid, okay, and and go out in the desert somewhere um, and, and drink your Kool-Aid, okay? That's what this is. Anyway, and I'm sure there's going to be more of this coming out um, in the news. You can pretty much, I mean, it's all over the place now. It's, um, let me see over here. It's, um, let me see if I can pull up some more here. Here's another one. Uh, um it's oh my goodness i just you know i never really thought um i you know i just I, I don't think i knew what depth this was going to right literally here in my backyard but now we know um and we're gonna just wait and see what the courts say um see what the courts say it's one thing to um it's one thing to back your friend to pray for your friend and to believe in your friend but it's another thing to tell other people how to believe and to threaten them that if they don't believe the way you believe uh then you need to be sniped and taken out uh no and 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 oh you can't go on the social media to make up your own mind no you gotta listen to what i tell you because what i tell you is right what social media tells you is wrong what? Since when can people not make up their own mind? Hmm, sounds like propaganda to me. Um, anyway, guys, please keep them all in your prayers. Keep them all in your prayers. And I think he has taken this way too far. I, I think he has taken it way too far. Uh, and I'm not saying he is a bad guy. I'm not saying that at all. Um, I personally know him. I know him when he was a kid. Put it that way. Um, I've never gone to church when he's actively, you know, taking over the church. His dad had the church. And so I didn't actually, 
um, go. But I, I, I knew the way that they were going, and that's why I left. Um, but I don't, I don't think he is, he is a bad guy. Okay. Um, I think his emotions have gotten the best of him. And I think that he is, um, you know, uh, you know, if you, if you let your emotions get the best of you, uh, sometimes and anger gets the best of you and fear gets the best of you, um, things, you know, don't go so well for you. You know what I mean? Um, you need to take a step back, pray to the Lord, get right with the spirit, you know, get right with the Lord and, you know, uh, read your word, spend some time with the heavenly father. And, um, it's one thing to, like I said, to defend your friend, but it's another thing, um, to, uh, to tell everybody else what to do and what to believe and to threaten them. Anyway, my dog is a little, <laughs> if you hear him back there, he's like, mother, mother dog mom dog mom there's like firecrackers going off anyway it is the, it is uh, almost at the fourth of july it is the new year's so anyway guys with that like i say if you're in the word of god and you're reading the word of god daily and you spend time in scripture you will know that you're when you go to a church like this and this is what they're preaching you will know that it's wrong you're gonna know that's not what the Bible says, or they are taking that verse out of context, or they are not rightly dividing the word of God. You know, they're dividing it to make merchandise of you. You know what I mean? Um, that's one thing, because if you lose your flock, you lose your money. Okay. If uh, if the people leave your church and they ain't tithing to your church, but well, guess what? You ain't got no money. You can't drive them flashy cars and live in that nice neighborhood and, you know, get your jet painted for seventy nine thousand dollars i'm you know just throwing this out there folks um but that's the point so when you're running on fear mm, you know oh man our whole our whole empire is gonna come crashing down on us that's gonna make you say things right and my prayer is that the people that are in this uh facility we'll put it this way um that they're going to realize, hey, something is wrong. Something is wrong. This is not what the Lord said. This is not what my Bible teaches me. This is not what Jesus said. I need to start reading my Bible. And that is my prayer, that they would all read their Bibles and that they would all get out so that the Lord would yank them out of there like he's going to yank us up in the rapture. He would yank them out of there so fast. What does the Bible say? Yank them out that even the smoke they still they still have the smell of smoke on them and the fire yanked them from the fire. Also the book of James. Read the book of James. It's a good book. Guys, I'm gonna get off of here. Um, but uh yeah, you can just get tell uh what is it, the Christian Post, all kinds of stuff is on here now. Um Oh, and another thing, if you want to go to their website, it says all their um videos and stuff are on their website. And then you can go and watch all of that. But I will tell you, if you do, you have to, um, I think you have to sign up to get in. Um, because they're now with everything going on, which I saw a while back that they were like that too. Um, it says, sorry, you need to log in or sign up to access this content. And so I did do that. I, I sent a little uh, thing on there and then, uh, it told me that, um, that they wanted uh, my information just to make sure that I wasn't somebody, I guess, like a, you know, it's going to go in and what maybe video their services or maybe, you know, do a little bit of recording or whatever. So now they're very secretive and selective on who they let in. And of course, I didn't complete all this stuff. I didn't email them back. I'm like, nah, it's not that important to me. But anyway, 
So if you do want to, just just know that you're going to have to give all that information. So anyway, with that, guys, like in Texas, I really am. I'm going to get off here this time. I promise I am. So I uh, get the word of God. Let the word of God get into you. And uh, Maranatha, Lord Jesus, Maranatha, come, Lord Jesus, come. And uh, keep looking up. All right, folks, keep looking up. We are commanded to be watchful and waiting for our Lord. So keep watching for that great and glorious appearing of our great God and Savior, our Lord Jesus Christ, because he's coming to take us home soon, folks. We don't know the hour. We don't know the day, but we do know he is coming. And as I was driving down the interstate today on my way to go see some of my fur baby clients, I was looking up at the beautiful sky and I just knew it. I was like, Lord Jesus I believe your promises, and I believe what you said. You're going to come and take us out of here. You're going to take us home. And I looked up in the beautiful sky, and I just knew it. I mean, I just I, I know with all my heart that he will. We don't know when, but I know he will. And until he does, he has promised to never leave us nor forsake us. He is always with us. Always, always with us. He is the peace that surpasses all understanding. He is the comfort in chaos. He is the comfort in our most... I mean, heart-wrenching moments like when my mother, all the things that I had gone through, driving back and forth and just the stress and then the, the uncertainty and the just anguish. But the Lord Jesus never left me and I always had this this peace that literally passes, surpasses all understanding. There's no way to explain it, but I always had peace and I always have peace because I have the Lord Jesus Christ. And so... If you don't know the Lord Jesus Christ, you really don't know peace. You'll never have peace unless you have Jesus. Unless you have that relationship with Jesus, you're never going to have peace. You're always going to have that void. You're always going to be anxious. You're always going to be looking for that other thing to fill whatever whatever that need you have is. But that need that you have is Jesus. That is the need that you have. And if you don't have him, you're never, never going to be at peace. Never, ever. But I tell you one thing, if you have Jesus, no matter what is going on, the world could be burning and falling apart around us like it is kind of right now. But with the Lord Jesus, you have a peace. Like I look out in the world today and I, we look at society today and cultural and the, the depravity and the evil and the wickedness, not only in, in governments and, and technology and just people. And, you know, we live in a fallen world. But you know what? I have peace. I have peace. I'm not fearful. You know, Christ said that cast your cares on him because he cares for you. And I do. I know he loves me. And uh, Timothy told us that, uh, you know, we shouldn't have fear. Don't have any fear. You know, God has given us um, a spirit to fear, but one of power, love and of a sound mind. And so um, if you've ever had anxiety, you know, I used to laugh at people who quote unquote had anxiety. And then I ended up with an anxiety. I had a panic attack and I, was, I thought I was having a heart attack. Um, anyway, so now I can relate to that. And the Bible tells us that the he will send us through trials and tribulations so that we can take what we've learned and help other people. And um, anyway, I studied the scripture and I held, I would sleep clenching a Bible. I remember um, way back when, and this was when I left that church, as a matter of fact, now that I come to think about it. <laughs> um, anyway, uh, yeah. Um, so, you know, get in the word of God because that, that is the peace that is his peace, and uh, he will sustain you. So anyway, with that, I really am getting out of here. So guys, thank you so much for listening, and may God bless each and every one of you. Until next time, keep looking up.